Good morning, Northlanders, and welcome to Sound Off. The Sound Off host is Brad Bennett, who has served this country as a Marine Corps sergeant during the Vietnam War and has served this community as a three-term member of the Duluth School Board. Now, Sound Off, and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, here we are, Northlanders. Yes, we are on a Wednesday, the first day of February 2023. And as we got on the air this morning, the FBI is uh, currently uh, conducting a search mission of uh, Joe Biden's Reboth Beach home in Delaware. Now, don't get yourself all excited. Don't think this is something that uh, uh, that the FBI is going to come up with a bunch of, uh, you know, very scathing classified documents or anything like that. Remember, number one, the FBI uh, didn't do this as a raid. This was worked out ahead of time, even according to the newspaper reports this morning. Uh, uh, Joe Biden's personal personal attorney, Bob Bauer, arranged for this to happen, and he arranged for it to happen today, uh, about four days after Joe and his wife spent the entire weekend at Reboth Beach Home. Yeah, what do you suppose they were doing? It's Rehoboth. Huh? It's Rehoboth. But Brad, I, Rehoboth. Rehoboth. Well, you don't need to correct me, Kenny. Oh well, I'm just. I used to live out in yeah, that area. Yeah, I know. You're just correcting. Yes, but uh, I wonder what, why. Why? What, do you suppose? Uh, do you suppose this is something that uh, was set up ahead of time by Biden? Well, of course it was by Biden as attorney. Do you think that this occurred at the uh, at the beach house? Do you think they rang the doorbell? <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> yes, in fact, I would almost be assured that they did. And let me ask you this. Do you think they wore armored uh, body armor and carried um, uh, submachine guns and things? No. <laughs> Is yeah. Joe home? No, in fact, Joe's not home. That's the deal that, according to uh, what I'm reading this morning, Kenny, is that they wanted to make sure that they did this uh, with Joe's approval and cooperation of his attorney, Bob Bauer. Uh, Here's what he said in in one of the news stories this morning. Under the Department of Justice's standard procedures in the interest of operational security and integrity, it sought to do this work without advanced public notice and we agreed to cooperate bauer at it in other words they've they've talked about this for a while the fbi and joe's people uh, his attorney bob bauer and they decided to do it with very little public notice no advanced public notice but they would do it while uh while joe and his wife were away so that it didn't appear like a raid like they were busting down the doors or anything and of course they gave Joe plenty of time to uh, go through his home and find out if there was anything that might have been left over, unlike what happened at his garage in, in uh, at his other home in Delaware, where they uh, mistakenly, well, didn't mistakenly, where the whole public knew that he had boxes full of documents sitting right behind his Corvette. But do you think, let me ask you this, do you, do you think anything will come out of this? I mean, will there be any revelations of, whoa, did we find documentation? Yes, I do. 
You do? You think they will actually find something? I actually do, Brad, because we know Joe Biden. We know how he speaks. We know how he misspeaks. We know basically how he uh, just is not honest a lot of the times. And, yes, I think that they will find something that, look, he has repeatedly lied about any knowledge of Hunter Biden's overseas doings. He knew oh, everything about what because he was yeah. the he was the big yes. guy. Yes. And he was receiving. I truly believe, Kenny, that he was receiving his. What did they say? Ten percent. But he was doing it in in receiving rent. Who charges their kid four or five thousand dollars a month rent? <laughs> uh, the big guy. Well, anyway. Yeah. The big guy. <laughs> The big guy does. Well, and remember that in the original um, discovery of materials, the materials that were not identified during a review by Biden's team, that saga started back in 2022. So a couple years ago, actually, uh, when, according to the White House, lawyers representing the president who were packing up his former office in Washington, you know, that's the... What was it called? The something Biden Center for World Renowned uh, Observation or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, when they were when his lawyers were packing that up, they discovered in the stuff they were packing up some classified documents. And did they run out right away and say, oh, my God, we found these documents? No, they didn't release them until after the new year in 2023 and after the midterm elections so that they wouldn't interfere with that. And now we have it that uh, that the FBI has now been asked by his attorney to go. And, and I think this is just a, a BYO, you know, protect your own uh, or BYA, I guess it is. Protect your own rear end uh, so that uh, they can say uh, when the when those nasty, wildly uh, mean and spirited Republicans ask, "Hey, hey, what about his uh, beach house there?" In what? How did you pronounce it, Kenny? Reboth or Rebo? Rehoboth. 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 Okay. So when they ask him, "Hey, what about his beach house in Rehoboth?" You can say, "Oh no, we've checked everything out there too. The FBI has been there. They've gone through all the documentation." So you and I are different in this. You think that they will, in fact, find something worth talking about. I don't think they're going to find something. On the other hand, I I think it's all been you set up. I think they're going to find loads and loads of stuff. Really? Well, he's got a track record of Brad of not being honest and just being, uh, you know, Joe Biden. Well, let me ask you this. Is the Department of Justice covering up for Joe because I understand that some of the members, again, those mean and nasty and wired, widely wiry Republicans on the uh, on this on the Intelligence Committee, have asked for about three thousand documents on bank records and bank uh, deposits and who the money came from, where it uh, you know how it got there, all those kinds of things. And the Department of Justice has been stalling them on giving them this this documentation. And that, as far as I'm concerned, is probably the real smoking gun. I mean, if you find, you know, if you find records 
of thousands and thousands of dollars of transfers from companies in China or Ukraine through Hunter Biden into other departments and then maybe some transfers out of Hunter's deposits into Joe's deposits, that would be pretty much a smoking gun. Well, but even by... Why are they... Well, first of all, why are they? But secondly, are is it legal for them to deny the Justice Department? Well, it's not the Justice Department. It's a committee headed up by Republicans uh, that are demanding these records. I think it's a stall tactic. I think they can eventually get them. But keep in mind, Brad, when this all started, Joe Biden said, oh, they found a couple of boxes in the garage or wherever at the... Yeah. A couple <laughs> yes. of boxes. And when he said that, I thought, they're going to find truckloads. Well, and that's and and that is uh, for, to your uh, to, to your benefit on this about what you think might happen here. Um, one of the stories I read this morning, the Washington Examiner says there's a huge question about what an item is. Remember, remember when we had the investigation of uh, Bill Clinton. Remember about did you have sex with that woman? And he said, "No, I have not had sex with that woman." And it turned out. Well, they didn't actually have carnal knowledge, as we refer to it or whatever. But he had been getting, uh, you know, oral gratification in the pantry off of the White House for quite a while. So all of a sudden, um, that kind of sex was not considered sex. It was considered something else. So according to the uh, the Washington Examiner this morning, here's what here's what they asked. If you look how the Justice Department describes the results of the Trump Marlago search, you'll find it used the word item to describe boxes of documents. So you know what, Kenny? You might be right. They might say, we found three items. And that could be three huge container boxes full of items. Anyway, I don't think Lady O'Collett has any of those things hiding in, in Lady O'Collett's emporium. Uh, but I do know this, what she has, and they're not hiding there, but what she does have on display is soaps and music. And uh, it, Lady O, you got so many great things to just help you. When you get all wound up about these investigations and about uh, <laughs> yeah. you know inflation and everything else, you can just come in and get a few items at your place, go home and just relax, can't you? You sure can, and uh, something uh, is affordable for everyone. I have so many low-priced, amazing things, and people will say, is this $7? And I go, yeah, it is. And I said, I don't like to overprice things because we're not in, you know, New York City or where or L.A. We're in Duluth, and I want people to have pretty things. And, and like, you know, it's so nice to see pictures of you down there with your lovely bride, uh, Kathy, um, and you have my things in your place. Yes. Because and and not only that, but they are getting compliments. We had a house party the other night, and uh, some of our neighbors came over. And that's the first thing they noticed was the, uh, well, the witch's balls. I used to call them gazing balls, but they're not. They're witch's balls. And they said, my God, where did you get those? They thought I might have got them here locally. And I said, we got them up in Duluth. And uh, mm -hmm. they wanted to know how they could do, you know, can we get something like that out of Duluth? Would she ship them here? Oh, and I sure said, would. absolutely yeah. she would. And they're made in the Ukraine. And and they're hand-blown glass. This old, old company been there for decades. And, and they took a little shelling, but they're up and running. And I just like, this is the original. And they call them witch balls because they keep, 
negative energy out and and kind of purify the home and let good light through and and if you have yeah. you know maybe you got divorced from a guy that was cruel or something like that then you have one of these and it it lightens the energy you can feel the difference and i know you and kathy probably can feel that things are light and joyful when you have a witch ball well, you know what we've noticed with them, Lady O, is that when the sun hits them, because the, they're, uh, I don't know what you call the inside of them, but there's glass that has been spun inside of them. And when the, gla- and when the light hits and reflects off of the different angles of that glass, it just creates uh, these light flashes around the inner area where you are, either your, ba- either your bedroom or your living room, and it just creates warmth all over the room. That's called a spirit tree. It's like a tree trunk growing inside, all out of molten-shaped glass. And it's not like a crystal that will set a fire on your couch cushion or anything like that. It's just <laughs> no, no, light no. It's just, and we need light, especially up in the North Woods, you know. Um, we need oh, yeah. to have some of that just to, to elevate our mood. So that's what everything in here, monkey fart soap and butt naked soap and all kinds of good lavenders for sleep and bubble baths and soap bombs and bath bombs. <sighs> have all kinds of jewelry and birch bark products too. Oh, the healing salve, the bomb of Gilead, all of that stuff is freshly stocked up. I'm at uh, First Avenue West in Superior up in the Skywalk. You could get me. Uh, the number, 218-722-2240 for the lady, and follow your nose to Lady O. There you go, my dear. Thank you so much. Great, great place. you got to get down there, folks. You're going to find things to just make your home more relaxing. Thank you, Lady O. we got to go to our break. We'll be back shortly. KDAL time is 1127. Uh, Sky Harbor Airport on Minnesota Point checks in. Uh, you're trying to get an update there. Here it comes. Uh, we've got three above, eight below on the wind chill with a southwest wind at six miles an hour. And that's pretty much what's going on in Superior. A degree warmer, four above in Superior, minus seven on the wind chill with a southwest wind at six. So we're going to be uh, overcast today. It's going to be cold, but it's not going to be as cold as it's been the, been the past couple of days. And then tomorrow, Brad, tomorrow and Friday, things are going to change. It's going to get very cold and blustery. We're going to have dangerous wind chills near... 50 below zero on the wind chill. Oh, my God. But it's that time of the year. I mean, it was, uh, what, on this day in 1996, it was minus 33. The high was 18 below February 1st, 1996. Wow, that's cold, cold coming up, folks. So take care to make sure that you uh, know that you're not going to have to be spending some time outside for very long. Anyway, Kenny, you might be right if I look at this story out of the Washington Examiner this morning when they talk about the fact that uh, when they when they uh, when the Department of Justice described the results of the Trump Merlago search, uh, they used the word like item to describe boxes of documents. So when they say that we found three, four items in Joe uh, Biden's home, that could be three, four boxes. And if they find uh, some items in his beach home, that could be, again, it could be boxes, perhaps hundreds of pages, and who knows how much of it might be marked as classified. But in any event, they're starting to see that this stuff is all starting to tie together. And this story out of the Washington Examiner this morning talked about how the Joe and Hunter Biden scandals are converging. 
they're both of them all of a sudden becoming one because you know what they're noticing is one of the things they've started noticing is what I referred to earlier this week when we talked about the one email that was found on uh, Hunter Biden's laptop that was so much more in-depth and detailed and very graphic and descriptive, uh, talking about the Ukraine and in-depth knowledge of the Ukraine, something that anybody that knows uh, the former uh, drug-smoking Hunter Biden knows that he doesn't have that kind of a mental capacity to put together, even in a even in a sober day. So that's where they're thinking that that material either was provided by Joe or somehow Hunter got his hands on it, and that was the information that was put together to show the uh, Ukrainian government that, hey, these, these guys are pretty sharp. They can probably help us out, and that would be enough reason uh, to pay uh, you know these guys $50,000 a month to just hang around and be part of our, our board game or part of our group. So this is going to be real interesting, but I personally don't expect much because I think as opposed to the raid on Merlago, which was actually a raid that the FBI conducted where uh, former President Trump did not know they were coming and they didn't ring the bell, I think this one is was set up plenty of time for Joe and his wife to get rid of anything that they didn't want to have. They could even bring it back to the White House and turn it in and just say, you know what, I found this stuff. Just don't even bring it up that we found it, but here, here it's back, uh, so put it back in the archives. <clears throat> we'll see. Anyway, folks, we've got uh, we've got Mark from Duluth on, and I want to try to get him on real quick here before our CBS News break. Mark, yes, hello, how are you? Fred? Nice got to talk good. To you. How are you? I'm just fine. I have something that I'd like to share with our audience. It is okay. uh, about Joe Betzler. It is my great great grandpa on my mother's side that ran the mail up the North Shore to beat me. You know, now, did he my... do that by dog sled, or is, I mean, uh, is, yeah. is it that oh, long yeah. ago? Oh, okay. yes, 181845. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Way yeah. before, my, my great-grandpa had a had a fellow that was named Joe Bear Grease that was the helper of my great-grandpa that ran the mail first. Is he that right? He was the successor for my great-grandpa. So your great grand, so what you're saying is your great grandpa actually did what they're giving John Bear Grease credit for before Bear Grease did it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Can I read a paragraph? Yes, please. My, my mother did this before she died in 99. Soon after Joel reached the bay, he was given a contract to carry the mail between Beaver Bay and Duluth. During the winter, he carried the mail by dog sled team and the team of dogs became well-known to the settlers and trappers along the North Shore route. His route is generally known as the Old North Shore Trail, which was the only means of communication between Beef Bay and the outside world. In the winter, he drove dogs over the ice of Lake Superior. His successor to this post was John Bear Grease, and this old Indian was hardly less famous as the uh, mail carrier than Joe... Uh, Joe Betzler himself. The old homestead wow. is now the golf course of Rever Rever Reserve Mining Company, but the tombstone at the top of the hill was put there by the descendants of the Betzler family. There was about seven children dead, and the parents are buried there. 
my my great grandma grandpa there's a picture that I'm looking at 1908 they had 21 children <laughs> that is the truth I am looking you know, at back in those the- back in those days mark that was fairly common I mean that kid, people had a lot of kids they needed them to help do chores and everything else that's exactly what they did too <laughs> Well, that's interesting stuff. Listen, I got to take the CBS News, but that's really interesting stuff, Mark. Thank you so much for giving us a look. Now, what was your what was his last name? Betzler, B-E-T-Z-Betzler, B-E-T-Z-L-E-R. Okay, Betzler. All right. Betzler. Yep. He was born in Stuttgart, Germany in 1845. Wow. Yes. Very interesting stuff. You married Thank Rose you, my friend. Gilman. All right. Thank you. All Bye. right. Thank you. Kenny, we got to take CBS News. That's interesting stuff, though. KDAL time is 1139 and 2 1139. There it is. Six above at the National Weather Service in Duluth. Five in Superior. Cloquet checks in three above. And Brad, on the phone, we do have Matt Boo from Duluth Stove and Fireplace. Matt, I'll tell you what, uh, this whole week is uh, is a week that everybody is thinking about some sort of heat system in their home. And I'll bet you your uh, calls this week have probably picked up just because of the natural way the uh, temperatures are, are heading. Yeah, you know, and we're above zero today, so we're <laughs> things are looking up, but. No, they're, you're absolutely right. We're, we're the calls and the people coming in are saying, you know, this is a time I should have had a fireplace. Um, or they're calling up and saying, hey, can you uh, walk me through on getting this fireplace going again? And so, yeah, we've been busy. Well, you know, I, I bet especially pe- people like, uh, well, Kenny and I both had gas inserts. And I, I think Kenny uh, at one time had had his pilot light uh, go bad and you, you replaced it for him. I bet you there's some people that have had that for a long time that all of a sudden now are thinking, hey, I, we should we should get a hold of uh, Matt and see if we can get that pilot light taken care of and get that thing functioning. Yeah, yeah. No, Ryan is out all day long scooting around to different people and getting them up and running. See, I wanted to ask you... When Kenny's saying that on Friday or Thursday we're going to get real wind chills, I mean, seriously wind-blowing cold, does that affect, do you get that in the downdraft or anything from the chimney sometimes at all with fireplaces? Not so much. Uh, wind affects it in the fact that it, it not so much downdraft, but uh, not establishing a draft or, or keeping you from okay. establishing a draft. You know, you've seen those sketches with the trees on the side and the wind blows by and it, it just doesn't allow uh, the heat to get out. Um, right. So it does affect it, but it's, you know, the sometimes people mistake a downdraft from the, from just a negative okay. pressure where something in the sure. system like a, another appliance is pulling air out of the house and it's pulling smoke from your, your fireplace or, right. or stove. Yeah. But it well, does I'll tell you what, folks, uh, if you have... <laughs> Go go ahead. I'm sorry. I said I said it does affect putting up a chimney. <laughs> yeah. When, oh uh, yeah. yeah. It does affect how much it goes up and yeah. <laughs> well, and I'll tell you what you uh if you're listening to us this morning and you haven't gone out there yet and you've been thinking about a fireplace for a long time, you know what you need to get out to the West End uh 20 what is it? Give me the exact address again, Matt. It's 25 something, right? 
No, 2431. So we're right on 25th Avenue West. Okay. All right there. Uh, next to Versa Minor Brewing Company. Uh, go in there. You're going to find they have much more selection, much more opportunities for you to find just the kind of heating unit you want. You're going to find gas inserts, gas fireplaces, wood pellet, wood, uh, everything in between, and many, many, many units where you've got rebates from the state. You've got money coming back to ha- because you're helping uh, uh, heating units uh, and keeping people warm. So get out to uh, Duluth Stove and Fireplace this week, if not uh, earlier. And let's, uh, let's, Matt, tell people what hours of operation you're there and how they can find you. Yeah, so we are on the corner of 25th and, and West Superior Street. Our hours are Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Friday, 8 to 4.30, and Saturdays, 9 to 2. Landline, we've got 218 727-9002, and then DuluthStove.com. And com. I was there uh, just a couple of weeks ago. You got a lot of examples right there that you can look at. Yeah, and it gets you, gets you directed to some of the manufacturer sites, and, and it's a very helpful tool for us and our customers. Well, stay warm, and all of you in the Northland, you can stay warm by getting out to Duluth Stove and Fireplace soon and making sure that you've got the uh, arrangements made to get a fireplace in your future as well. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it much. Thanks, Brad. You bet. Yeah. Yep. Well, Kenny, not that we want to start a controversy this morning, but did we start one with that call from Mark? Was, oh, I don't know. Was Mark Was Mark saying a little bit that... Hey, yeah, it's great that everybody remembers John Bear Grease, but my dad did it or my great-grandfather did it before he did it. Well, it's something that, uh, you know, on his mind, and he wanted to get it out there, and uh, there it is. Um, and but it I, sounds, like, sounds yeah. like he's got the proof, letters and stuff and uh, different things. But maybe it was just a case that when John Bear Grease took it over, he became more of a symbol. It became a little more yeah. knowledgeable or yeah. whatever. Who knows? You know, though, I want to get back to Biden. I want to get back to the topic of classifieds, Brad, because I found the soundbite. Yes. This is Joe Biden, and uh, I'll let you listen to this bite. We found a handful of documents were failed, uh, were filed in the wrong place. Let me play that again for you. We found a yeah. handful of documents were failed, uh, were filed in the wrong place. So basically, he he misspoke there. We found a handful of documents were failed or filed in the wrong place. A handful of documents. A handful of documents. You know, and you can just tell in the tone of his voice, that's no big deal. They found a handful of documents that were failed, I mean, filed in the wrong place. Yeah. Well, yeah. shouldn't a handful of, and he didn't say classified documents. No. Isn't it... Uh, um, important brad that they're filed in the right place uh yeah in the safe place and, and like you say kenny what's a handful of documents a handful for you might be different than a handful for me maybe i can hold more documents maybe i hold less you know this whole idea of what it what is a document is it classified do but you know what i'm beginning to find out with joe biden that uh, what he says doesn't always hold water. Let me give you an example of that that I discovered this morning. We've been talking about what's going on in, at the, with the war in the Ukraine between Russia and the Ukrainians. And 
you know that I'm a I'm a big believer that at some point we keep sending uh, implements of death to the Ukrainians to use against the Russians. The more and more we send, the more technical, the more advanced they are, that at some point the Russians might say, okay, enough of this nonsense. We're going to have to use nuclear weapons to end this thing. Now, let me tell you, Joe Biden just the other day said what? He said, I don't know if you've got this clip or not, Kenny, but he said, we're, we're going to send 31 uh, uh, tanks, Abrams uh, battle tanks to the Ukrainians. Last March, just less than a year ago, well, 11 months ago, 11 months ago, Joe Biden said, and I have the documentation to prove it, he said, you know, if we if we would get involved and send fighter jets or or serious battle tanks, it might be the start of World War Three. And then he goes ahead and does it. And then he goes ahead and does it. Well, I'm glad you asked if I had that soundbite because I don't. Brad, I've got 40, okay. 40 Joe Biden soundbites. And there's another one that's very important. I should have it, but I don't. There, there's so many. I do have this yeah. one. I have this one. God love you. What am I talking about? <laughs> I, I mean, it just doesn't stop. No, no, it really doesn't. But yeah, for him to say less than a year ago that giving those kinds of equipment, those kinds of weapons to the Ukrainian Ukrainians could bring on World War Three. And then to turn around less than a year later and say, we're sending the Ukrainians a 31 uh, Abram A1 battle tanks. Well, did you forget what you said a year ago? Or did, was that not the truth that you said a year ago? Or what is the, what's the deal here? Well, he doesn't uh, know. And, he do, this yeah. is what he just said uh, uh, less than two weeks ago. There's nothing there. I have no regrets. I'm following what the... Lawyers have told me they want me to do. It's exactly what we're doing. There's no there there. What does that mean? No there there. Hmm. He has no well, regrets. Really, as you, good ha as mine. you have no yeah. regrets leaving classified documents in a locked garage scattered about the Penn Biden Center. Uh, the fact that now we know that you lied about your involvement with your son Hunter. You have no regrets. Yeah. Wow. All right. You know and. And at the center of this whole thing, I think, is going to be this email from April of 2014 in which Hunter Biden is talking to his partner, Devin Archer, and is being very in-depth and very um, almost like he's a, a member of the Intelligence Committee talking about the Ukraine and what's going to happen there and what would happen if the Russians got involved and uh, almost like he's an analyst. And and the guy can't put two words together most of the time when he's on crack. But uh, well, how many but times all of a sudden he becomes a genius? Yeah, how many times has he referred to Kamala Harris as president? I, I mean, we, we've heard that three or four. more than once. Here it is. Yeah. Well, President Harris led this effort. President Harris, and he has said this on numerous occasions. It's not just a one-time gaffe. Um, well, and Kenny, the other sad. yesterday, yesterday, I think it was when he was in New York talking about his infrastructure program, he again brought up the deal about riding the train all the time that he used to ride it from New York down to Washington when he was in the Senate. 
And, uh, and he, he continued to refer to the porter, a guy by the name of Negre, N-E-G-R-I. He, and he said, he said, yeah, uh, he said, Negre told me, he says, when I was vice president, I, he said, hey, Joe, big deal, a million miles, uh, whatever, uh, 20, uh, he, he said, oh, I, I have ridden over a million miles on Amtrak, and uh, how the hell do you know that? Well, they've added it up. And he said this conversation took place in May of 2014. Well, the only problem was that Negre had retired from Amtrak in 1992, 15 <laughs> years before Biden became president in 2009. Yeah, so, it's it's comical, and we sh- we shouldn't be talking about our the president of the United States, arguably the most powerful man on earth, and this is our guy. It's crazy. Yeah. It should have never happened. 81 million people. Really? Really? Yeah. Well, you know, there there is this thing about social indoctrination and how we get there, and I I think we're moving in those directions. Anyway, we gotta we gotta get to our Minnesota news break. Um, but as we do that, I wanna remind everybody if you've been having a little little bit of trouble maybe with your car. You know, maybe you've had a little uh, functionality there where it's been real cold. It's a little sluggish. Maybe you don't think you're getting the best gas mileage out of your car that you could get out of it. Well, you know what? Make sure your vehicle is in tip-top shape for the winters, uh, the winter that's already here. You want to make sure you get maximum miles per gallon. And Henriksen's Auto Repair, they're a Napa Auto Care Center and they've got that great uh, guarantee right now or warranty where on certain certain types of work that they do on your car, they'll give you 24 months, 24,000 miles on qualified services and repairs. They're a very trusted, very local, uh, locally owned family business that's been around a long time. In fact, they've got some of the best techs that are extensive, a real extensive period of uh of uh, experience with Subarus. In fact, if you got a Subaru, it's probably exactly where you ought to take it. But they've also got a vast knowledge of general and more complex repairs for any kind of make and model. So Henriksen's Auto at 1432 East 2nd Street in Duluth, that's the place to get your car fixed right the first time. You can give them a call at 218-606-1145 or simply go to Facebook and type in Henriksen's, H-E-N-R-I-C-K-S-O-N, Auto Repair. And we'll be right back. KDAL time is 11.57, 5 above at Duluth Sky Harbor, southwest wind at 7, 7 below on the wind chill. Yesterday, Brad, Marquette, Michigan was 11 and 11. Their high, 11. <laughs> their high temp was 11 above, and their low temp was 11 below in Marquette Whoa. yesterday. Wow. Yep. Well, you know, you know, Kenny, this first hour we've been talking about Biden and we could continue to talk about him because I'll tell you, I don't know if you've seen this other video that just came out, but we, you know, we've heard from Joe Biden. We've heard from his Homeland Security Director, Mayorkas, uh, that there's no problem in the southern border. The southern border is closed. Well, this morning we come out with a video. <clears throat> border agents uh, two days ago stopped a car and uh, when they pulled the car over, uh, one of the border agents said, uh, I want to see what's in your trunk. Flip the uh, flip the lever in the trunk. When they opened the trunk, there were like four people hiding in the trunk. As they got out, one guy covered his face. I saw the video this morning. The guy covered his face. 
And when he when he got and sat down on the ground where they asked them all to sit down, he actually took his part of his jacket and covered his face with it and pulled the hat down over his over the forehead and stuff. And it was pretty obvious he was trying to hide something. Well, when they asked him to take his hat off so they could get a shot of his face, which they do with these people, so they have a record of who's coming and going, uh, they took a full facial shot of him and they matched it up with the terrorist watch list. He happens to be an Iranian terrorist out, out of Iran that is on our uh, watch list and he's sneaking across our southern border in the trunk of a car, hiding his facial extremities. Why do you suppose that is? We'll talk about that when we come back with our number two.